Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says yo. To the Shack Life season premiere in our first episode of 2022, if you can believe that. So many twos, 2022. Here we are, me, Garrett, Elaine. How are you guys doing after? Hello. I, haven't, I feel like I haven't seen both of you in so long. I haven't seen you since last year. Oh, no, not a <laughs> That's dad joke. crazy. <laughs> It has Rebecca. been a few weeks, though, so <laughs> I hope yeah. you both had a good holiday and haven't been too busy in the, the first, you know, start of the new year here. How have things been? How are you doing, Garrett? I've, I feel like we have to ask I've you been first. A, I've <laughs> been better. Good. You know, there's only a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work on Christmas Day, and yeah, it's right here. Yeah, it's it's been nonstop every day, but I'm I'm doing okay. I'm getting sleep. I'm eating food. I generally know what the time frame is right now. We're in January, right? You just like, told me we're in January. You asked me if it was still 2019. Like, oh, no. Yeah, January 2019, <laughs> you right? We're before COVID? No, oh, okay. Sweetie, you need a nap. I, I can't. Love you, buddy. I'm in limbo right now. Like, <laughs> What's oh the status? Goodness. Tell us what the status is on the thesis. Is it written? Okay, this it's written. Yeah. It's, it's there. Good job. Um, it's like all together... And all the pages, all the chapters are together. I got to send it tonight. Like, I really got to. I got to send it tonight, like, ASAP to the committee so I can present. Tuesday the 18th. January 18th is my defense presentation. My so, my butt is puckered for you. Like, I'm uncomfortable thank for you. Because I went through, like, I didn't thank go you. all the way to PhD, but I have my master's and I remember how stressful. So I have you in my heart, Garrett. <laughs> thank you so much, Elaine. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> After that, I move. So this month is a very tumultuous, very chaotic Stress time. after stress after stress. What a way to start the new year. I can't believe in a month I'll be in a different state working at a different job. I still can't believe it. So It's going to come fast. Mm-hmm. It's going to come fast. Yes. Oof. But well, hopefully you are managing good, to find some you time, guys? you know, over break, uh, over, yeah. you know, the holidays too. I say break because I'm on break. Not everybody's on break. I feel like I take that for granted mm-hmm. sometimes. I, but hopefully over the holidays, you had time to to relax a little bit between that hard work. <laughs> what about you, Elaine? What's yeah. been going on in the world of Elaine? I took like two weeks off. I was like really burnt out good. right before Christmas. I took, not just from, po- like I wasn't on podcast for a couple of weeks, but I took off from essentially christmas eve through to this past tuesday i was off i was like don't call me someone tried to text me about a work thing i was like no 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 i just didn't answer i told them i was gonna be off i was very clear i just didn't answer the text i messaged them when i got back into the office on tuesday and i was like sorry but no and she was like it's cool somebody else's problem until you get back (laughs) it's not your problem she was trying to send this like report on like uh the 30th of december i'm like no one is working no one is working right nobody's working working. so i took time off i recharged a pretty good amount we had a lot of social obligations in that time like family stuff and then we were dancing around like my daughter got a stomach bug Mm. so we had to reshuffle Mm. a bunch of things so like this weekend i'm doing nothing and i'm like really excited like the the most intense thing we are doing this weekend is like going to the grocery store and playing Animal <laughs> Crossing. So it's good. 
That That's sounds good. like the best. Garrett's very jealous. <laughs> Life's good. I've been, I've been you, Garrett. Uh, I'm too old for that crap. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, you're putting in that hard work now, so that that can be you later on. <laughs> I'm like aged ten years in my mind. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Thanks, grad school. <laughs> I've been there. For me, it's so. been a lot of. Um, I so I had winter break. I was able to rest, relax. I don't feel like it was Good. enough because we went back to uh, to work this week, and this was the craziest week. We um, <laughs> were off for a snow day on Monday, um, so one extra day of our break. It didn't snow a single centimeter, <laughs> so we were wow. it was forecasted to to be a lot of snow, and then we got nothing. Um, you know, went back on Tuesday, Wednesday. There was a two hour delay because of icy conditions. That's right. Um, then we had an actual snow day today and had off today so this was just kind of a a wild first week back uh but all in between Mm -hmm. of that we're still having such horrible staff shortages at school between people being sick people yeah just Mm -hmm. people who have family members who are sick and can't come in and i had a a half a day where i got to do my job and and the rest of the days i was covering other classes because of you know staff shortage and whatnot so it was a little bit of a stressful week back, despite having off a couple days when we weren't supposed to. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that things are going to be better next week, but it's just tiring. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I question the decision sometime, but that's that's this isn't the place for that. But yeah, my kids um, were remote all week, so I missed a lot of that shuffling. Good. And I kind of think it'll be a little bit back and forth with that through January. So I just told my boss, I was like, I'm, not, I'm just going to work from home. Yeah. yeah, because it's too ugly out there. That's probably the best option. That right was now. the, the yeah. smartest decision. He looked at me and he was like, "I don't think anyone's going to argue with you about that." Like, no, I don't think. I are, almost so. feel like we we're going that in that direction, but I almost wish that we did that for this week because there mm-hmm. were so many out- shortages, so many people out that like. I wonder how much mm-hmm. learning actually got done this week on this week back with two delays and substitutes, like. Whatever. But in the meantime, yeah. I was able to get some gaming in over the days that I did have Good. off. So that's exciting. So I'll start with Woo. what I've been playing, if you don't mind. Um, I'm I started, excited. Go for it. I started a very, very old game, and I started a very, very new game. So I started Secret of Evermore um, on yes. the Super Nintendo. Cool. So yes. funny story with that. So I didn't really know much about this game, but this was on my list way back when of all the Super Nintendo games that I wanted to play at some point and uh turns out it's just like secret of mana with all Mm -hmm. of the mechanics and you know the gameplay is exactly the same and i really love secret of mana so i was really into this you get a cute little dog you get to name the dog um i named my character taylor and i named the dog swift so i've got taylor swift going on um so i played through the first boss which is a tough first boss there's kind of like a difficulty curve there uh and then i accidentally deleted my save file <laughs> what um there's a whole story behind that well i was clearing oh, up space in my computer and it deleted and like all of my emulation files got deleted and oh, they didn't go into the recycling bin they the got special like, perma deleted and um but it's okay because i got back up to where i was so i'm very excited to continue Good. that soon um, so that's in like my retro corner of what I've been playing. And then I finally started Death's Door, which 
We talked cool. about this. Like, I can't believe that I didn't play this game sooner. I feel like this is definitely right up my alley in, in terms of, you know, gameplay. And I love crows. And um, it it's visually beautiful. Uh, I didn't really understand how the checkpointing worked at first. And that was kind of making me not enjoy it. Because every time I died, I, I thought I had to backtrack really, really far. Because it takes you back to the last, like, door that yeah. you entered. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I kind of figured out, oh, well, like when you make progress, it gives you some shortcuts back to where you were. So I was able to kind of get through some areas faster than I thought. It's harder than I thought, too. Like, right off the bat, like, the first boss, I died to a couple times. Like, I was not ready for that at all. Um, But I'm really feeling this game. I um, am excited to play some more of it. I am playing it yeah. on the OLED because I have an OLED now. Yes. It's so pretty Oof. and it I just I'm enjoying it. So I'm playing two games Do- that I really like. I have- Does it run really well on the Switch? Oh, I was gonna ask that question too. It does, yeah. Um yeah. I've only played it handheld uh so far. Um I haven't really I don't think I've had any That's issues. That's the only way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've had oh, issues. Awesome. Not I that a- none that I would see. You know I don't have the same eye that you do for it. <laughs> I mean, frame rate <laughs> drops. I can have, I have problems with, or screen tearing actually bothers me more. Like I can tolerate, you know. Yeah, um, I didn't yeah. notice any. That's good. That's good. I really enjoyed Death Door. Is one of the very few games I finished last year, and I'm very fond of it. I bought, I pre-ordered the limited run or special reserve. I think is carrying the. If that's still edition. available, I I think I want to get that. If it's, I don't know if it it might be sold out by now, but uh, I I want to try mm. to look into getting that because this this might be worth it. <laughs> That's the one I so I picked up the Switch version in that form because I said on a podcast last year that if it came out physically for Switch I would buy it that way because I already own it digitally on Xbox. So yeah, Jarvel in chat is bringing up that it doesn't have a map and he hates that. I hate that too. I'm a chronic map checker and it's not like each area doesn't seem like so huge that I would get totally lost without a map. I don't know if maybe some areas get like more wild and and maze like. I'm sure they do, but. trouble with that i don't know but it's like it evokes dark souls for me and i kind of liked that it doesn't have a map this is a me thing i realize it's not an everyone thing i i'm like you bex if there's a map i check it and check it and it's distracting and i just kind of want to dive into the game Mm -hmm. you know so i think for me certain Mm -hmm. games this one's pretty tight. You shouldn't have too much. Trouble. I just don't have like such a good memory when I'm playing. Like if I have I explored this corner yet? I don't know. It kind of looks the same as that corner. Like I don't have that that strong short term memory when I'm playing games. That that makes sense. Yeah. I've been playing Death Door as well on PC. Very little, of course, due to my situation. But I have been playing it. I just beat the boss that was in like the old lady churn maze or whatever i beat like the first major boss there and then i went back to it as like oh my goodness there's a basement and deeper levels and i'm like i don't know where to go like i i understand the map checking and everything but i'm actually glad when i was going deeper into it i was actually glad there wasn't a map because there's so many different secret areas that if they did have a map it'll probably lose a little bit of the fun of exploring. That's true, because yeah. I did notice um, a, a couple bit, areas yeah. where, like, I didn't realize at first, but, like, you could go behind it. Like, it's like a hidden little area that you might not be able to tell that you can go yeah. behind and find a secret hidden item. You're right. Mm-hmm. I like that, too. So, it's been fun. Yeah. It's been, um, I, I'm probably not as excited as the others in PSVG crew, but I'm I'm enjoying my time with Death Door. It is a delightful game. Good. Good. What For else sure. have you been playing, Garrett? 
in your limited time. I started Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond because I didn't want to like, you know, struggle with gaming as I struggle with my life. So mm-hmm. Pokemon was enjoyable. Um, I beat the second gym, I think. Okay. No, wait. I, I'm I'm in this I'm in the city where the second gym is. Is that the grass one? I think, right? I, I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, you can do, so forgettable. That you don't game, even remember. that game, like went in my mind and went right out. She, it just went well, out. She bull rushed through it really fast, though, and that happens when you do that. You know what I mean? So like, she I don't, I don't well, know that I would have remembered it even if I had taken oh, my time. <laughs> Maybe I would. I don't Kyle know. said yes, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm in that city. I'm about to face the second gym. Um, it's been just fine. It's like, oh, this is Pokemon Diamond as I knew it mm-hmm. before, like 10 years ago or whatever, whenever it came out. No, it's not, it's been like 15 years or it's something been a like that. Yeah, since. 15. Yeah. Dang. Um, I'm glad I'm playing it because it's classic Pokemon and I enjoy classic Pokemon. I think I very much enjoyed it a lot more when I was younger, um, compared to now, but. I'm still enjoying it nonetheless. I'm I'm glad I'm going back to my roots with Pokemon. How do you feel about the pacing um, with like leveling up and things like pacing that? Pacing slow. Okay. Um I feel like it's pretty slow for me. Um XP share, I'm glad there's XP share mm-hmm. in this game because the pacing does actually keep up with it, but it's so dang easy. Yeah. It's easy and slow, which is like I guess it's not that much fun, but for me it is just of pure nostalgia that's literally like, oh, like pokemon, pokemon in a nutshell it's yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm slowly yeah i'm slowly gathering the conclusion in my head is like maybe i'm not that much of a pokemon fan anymore but we but still I play it what is wrong pokemon with us fan. like i feel the same way Gara. I, I, don't I don't know even like it but i love it <laughs> It's like you can't help yourself. You have to do it. Yeah. It's like compulsory. You know what I mean? Like you've got to play it because it's Pokemon and it's out. Right. I don't know. I do it too. And every time I get into them and I play them and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself again? But then the next game right. comes out and right. I'm like, but I'm doing it again. Oh, I know. No. You know? Yeah. Well, I had motivation to start this during the break because my little brother, he's like nine years old. Um, and he's just like me. He's obsessed with Pokemon right now. It's like, that's prime age to, to get into yep. Pokemon. And so I was just playing with him and just like going through the motions and everything. He's been playing all the previous like Switch Pokemon games and also the 3DS ones. He's just super into it. So well, that's good. It's very like nice to have some bonding That's a time. good way to enjoy Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. like named our Pokemon after Avatar-less Airbender characters, Aww. and it was actually a lot more fun playing with a little that little guy than just by myself. That's good. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty entertaining. It's fun with so. kids. It is yep. fun with kids. Helene, that's it. Uh, let's see. So I, but it's like I felt like going back to games that I've previously played. So I started playing Destiny Two again. Go. Dev Dev finally broke me down, and I was like, well. And then all the stuff went on sale, right? So the PSN sale popped up. Yeah. And I'm like, fine, fine. For 30 bucks for like whatever they had, the recent stuff, I was like, fine. And now I can't stop playing Destiny 2? Oh, no. Like, oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, it's like a lot of fun. And I forgot how much fun the loop of that game was and how good it felt to shoot the guns in that game. So I've been playing that. And then my daughter decided to teach my girlfriend how to play Animal Crossing. Nice. 
So that's awesome. So it's adorable. So Katie's like sitting next door, like, no, you do this, and this is how you fish, and this is where you sell things, and come to my island, and here's all the fruits, and she made a robe, and I'm like, guess I'm installing the DLC for Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> <playing>. So now <laughs> my so my nine year old is concocting a party for all of us who are going to play Animal Crossing. I'm like, so my girlfriend's youngest, the ten year old, he started playing it, so she was on a video call with him while he was at his dad's playing Pokemon with him while I or not Pokemon Animal Crossing while I was playing Destiny this morning. So Animal Crossing mm-hmm. is infecting any child in the house who's not enthralled with Fortnite, which is the younger two. So Well the good thing about it is you can all connect in the game and it supports yep. up to eight players so you can all when yep. when you know have that party you can all be she, there on the same island. She made smoothies, she's got party th- foods, she's adorable. Aww. My daughter's like way into it. The the girlfriend is like way into it. So I'm I just updated my animal crossing like today and i started dipping back in so oh good I'm that's excited. so cool we have to I connect actually, on there so i can send you stuff if you're getting back so in yeah my girlfriend said she wants to visit your island she's like she yes <laughs> so we're gonna have to have a video more chat animal crossing that. friends okay yeah, sounds she's good. like really excited she's like tell bex i want to visit her island i'm like oh god tell I'm her i said she's invited whenever she wants <laughs> sick so this will be fun. Uh, but yeah, so we've been doing Animal Crossing and I've been doing Destiny. It's basically a, like comfort food games, like winter comfort food games is how I it like that. Right now. It's good. Nice. Feels good. Yeah, that's good. Feels good. That's good. I like that we've all been playing good stuff. Um, and hopefully we'll continue to be playing good stuff because we are looking ahead at 2022. Before we get into some of the news stories for this week, um, I listed out all of the games that I consider to be of note that we know or believe to be coming out in 2022 uh, as far as Nintendo Switch game goes. Um, so I'm, I'm going to read through these. Uh, some of them have release dates or windows uh, so far, and then even more of them are undated so far, but are expected to come out in 22. Um, so the most the, the one that's coming up first is Pokemon Legends uh, Arceus coming out on January 28th, which we'll be talking a little bit more about uh, shortly. Uh, sometime in February coming is the Life is Strange Remastered Collection. I know a lot of us in PSVG are very excited about that. Coming on March 4th is Triangle Strategy. I know a lot of people are excited about that one, Triangle. Get the Triangle Strategy going. Oh, yeah. Um, All the triangles. <laughs> March 10th is the Chikobo GP, that Final Fantasy racing game. Cool. March 22nd is Rune Factory 5. I feel like I haven't been hearing a lot of buzz about this one, but I know Rune Factory is really popular, so maybe we'll start hearing some more about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Delayed to spring 2022 is the Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. In early 22 is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Mm-hmm. And then some other notable titles that are undated at this time, coming out sometime in, in this year, are Outer Wilds, Sports Story, Fall Guys, Oxen Free 2, Lost Signals, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, River City Girls 2, Sonic Frontiers, Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Splatoon 3, Bayonetta 3, and Breath of the Wild's sequel. So we have some questions about Sweet. this. I know that's that's mm. a lot. I feel like that's a lot of things that Video we games. know about going into the year. I feel like at this point in the year, we might not have, you know, I think as many titles. We have a lot of titles, but we don't have a lot of dates, I think, is, mm-hmm. is what it okay. is. Um, so let's start with Canadian Crawler's question. He wants to know, what games are you looking forward to the most in 2022? We named a lot of them. Which ones are you are you most anticipating? 
Splatoon 3 is really exciting for me. There are six of us in this house, and all cool. of us like yeah. that game, that series. So, like, that's the one that I feel like we'll all be on and playing, and it'll be a lot of fun. And I'm also really looking forward to the Kirby game. Those are the two big ones Kirby game. Yeah. With Splatoon, cool. one thing that I hope, and you said that you have a lot of people in your house who are excited about it, one thing that I hope that they add is an easier way to team up with people locally and online. Me too. Because I feel like with friends, yeah. it, it was such a bad system in Splatoon 2 of joining a friend. Like first one person had to get into rough, a lobby. Yeah. Then then you just had to join, you know, the lobby that they're in after they've already started a game. And then you might not even be playing on the same team because it randomizes it. So I, I would really like to see a better partying system in that game because I'm in the same boat. I, I have a lot of friends uh, who are excited about this that I want to team up with and I, I want it to be easy so that we do it more often. And I also want to see more cooperative modes like Salmon Run. Like, that's our favorite, like, Me too. here because yeah. we don't bicker and there's no, like, getting... Because even if you party up, you still can get split into other teams and lobbies and stuff. So, yeah. like, with little kids, like, just let us be on the same team. Bless up, Nintendo, please. Like, I just want to play the, the cooperative modes and, and have them always be available because I hate that Salmon Run is only available certain times and days. Yeah. Just yeah. make it always available. Just always give us access to that stuff and let us play in a big group and we'll i'll be happy that's what i'm really looking forward to see i'm just a sucker or we are all suckers for splatoon <laughs> yeah. just because look at the features we're asking for right. i know like, <laughs> right we're pay we're gonna pay 60 dollars, and we're gonna be so happy that they're gonna fix these features uh -huh. they're fixing it they're not updating they're not advancing no they're, they're fixing, fixing it. it but to their credit, like I played lots of hours of Splatoon, even though it's a subpar matchmaking system and like it's lacking yeah. in fe like it's just so fun. It's my second most played game fun. on the Switch. It's great. I'm minus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Me too. Third, probably for me because because of, of Fiona. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> of Fiona. Yes. For me, Tetris, and then probably Animal Crossing, and then oh wow, okay, Splatoon. That's Brandon wants us to cool. predict what month we think Splatoon three will be released. When have the previous games come Ooh. out? The first one was in May, Splatoon. and the second one, yeah. I believe, was July or June, June or July. I want to. I thought it was later than that. I want to say. I want to think it was July or June. I want to say that's their oh, okay. summer okay. release. That's what I think. Yeah, we'll I think. I think it that, could be a summer release. That feels comfortable considering that we um, had a pretty. Not like a super meaty trailer for it, but they did show, you know, I think kind of what, what the plot of the game is going to be. We could get something, you know, that mm -hmm. shows us some gameplay pretty soon. And, and yeah, I think that could fit comfortably into June, maybe July at the Spe latest. Especially if Kirby is like an early Q2 game because Pokemon is like very early year. And then you could see Kirby hitting like March or April and that would set them up nicely to drop this in like right as the school year ends mm -hmm. and kids go into summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What else from uh, this list are you looking forward to, Garrett? Uh, I am looking forward to... Wait, I just had... Oh, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of yeah, Hope. Yeah, I knew you would say that. That's like my number one most excited game. I thought it was dated, but I guess not. I, I thought it was like March or something, but maybe I just had that in my head for some reason. I don't know. It um, might be. But, but yeah, that the first game was like probably one of my favorite Nintendo Switch games ever. Um, yeah. I think it's easily the most easily accessible um, XCOM-like game that there is, a, like a turn-based tactics game and cute cartoon fun with Mario characters. And then the DLC was excellent. Um, I'm very much looking forward to what they have done with this game, what 
kind of new mechanics they're putting in. Hopefully they don't go way off base from the first game too. I'm I'm enjoying I'm ready to enjoy more of this game. Um so super excited about that. And then second, of course, triangle I'm strategy. I'm excited about that one too. Yeah. I the the names are ridiculous. They're so bad. It's bad. Well, it's not it's bad. I, I couldn't believe the first part, Project Octopath Traveler, and then they just knocked out Project and they did the same thing for this. But I'm very much looking forward to this one. Octopath Traveler didn't catch me as much, and that's just because of the pacing of the game, I think, and then the battle system itself. I love the art style of it, though. And so you put like some Final Fantasy Tactics type of gameplay into it. I think I'm going to have a lot better time uh, with these types of games. So, yeah, those are the two I'm most excited for. Are you still picking uh, up Advance Wars Reboot Camp? I definitely am. Um, that'll be later on. I, I am playing a little bit here and there with the Retroid Pocket, so I'm not like over the moon and wanting to get it like probably day one, but I'll keep my eye on it. I heard actually this game, they the reason why they delayed it was much more than just working on like bugs or whatever. They're actually improving the gameplay or improving yeah. animations of some kind. That's good. And I think there's a lot more involvement with intelligent systems than before. Um, so yeah, they're, I think they're going to deliver a good product with Advance Wars. Um, which could be on my fantasy draft. We will see. Ooh. This is going to be a big Ooh. year for uh, tactical-type games for you, strategy yeah. and tactical games. I know. those three. No no break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no joke. Wow, neither of you said Breath of the Wild 2. That hurts. I don't believe that's actually Well, I don't know if it's coming year. out this year. I just don't believe yeah. it. Like, I really don't. I, I think that one's going to get It's pushed. hard. Yeah. Sorry. I feel like it might be, but I don't know. If, if, I just don't... if we're considering it to be 2022, that's still my most anticipated game. We're still calling it Breath of the Wild 2. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we have seen precious little. <laughs> still... I have no faith that this thing is coming out this year. I just don't. I could see it being pushed to yeah. early 2023 Q1, yeah. but I don't think this is going to hit this year. And I, I love you, Bex. I, I think if we go all of January without hearing anything, there's it's not coming I out agree. this year. I just, but I think I just, we could very easily yeah. get a director something that really outlines it, gives us a solid release date. I and, think uh, if yeah, COVID yeah, hadn't been much. continuing to happen and like dipping in and out and in and out with like variants and stuff, this might be a different world. But I think true, they're still dealing with a lot of stuff related to that, and it's just pushing everything. Mm -hmm. I just I don't see that happening. I forgot to name a game that I'm excited for. Sea of Stars is coming out. Uh, oh, I'm excited oh, about that. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yes. I was going to say, because that's one of my most anticipated ones. So Breath of the Wild, if it comes out, Sea of Stars, I feel like, is another one that it is risking getting delayed into 23. Absolutely. Which I feel yeah. like has a bigger yeah, chance definitely. of getting delayed to 23 I because agree. there's a smaller studio working on it. Yep. Um, so the only one that like I feel pretty damn good about coming out in 2022 is Splatoon 3 because we've seen yes. way more of that game than anything else. Um, and then just shout out to Oxenfree, uh, Lost Signals, oh, because I really like the first yeah. game. Yeah, I, the Oxenfree is a gem. So, yeah. Yeah, and shout out to Outer Wilds is yeah. top 10 for me of all time. So, definitely check it out. We had both Gags and Hobeek ask us, what's our predictions for the big Nintendo game that's not yet announced? Gags offered up a new Mario, a new Mario Kart, a new F-Zero. Do we think that there's anything else that could be coming? 
I'm not answering this question. I'm not answering this question. I know exactly why you put that question in there. I'm not saying anything. I will answer because I have sealed. nothing to do with any fantasy draft business. I will say I don't think there's going to be anything else. I think their their deck is stacked and COVID-19 uh, work shortage and concerns will cause them not to have anything else. That's what I think. But safe. For anyone who is uh, looking for context here, right after this podcast, we are picking our games for our fantasy critic draft. And uh, I think one or more people might have been fishing for an answer from me and Garrett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. These people are not from the um, fantasy draft, so but it was carefully placed in there. I was mm. like, oh, okay. Maybe I somebody you, asked them to ask it. <laughs> oh, no, I think a good point. I do think we will get something else announced for this year. I think that you know Nintendo does have a couple things up their sleeve. Usually we don't go into a year Definitely. knowing everything. Um, I don't think it's it's going to be anything like, you know, a Zelda level type announcement. I know a lot of people are hoping right. for a Wind Waker, Twilight yeah. Princess type stuff. I, I don't think it will be like that, but I, I would not be surprised if there are some franchises that are due to appear on the Switch that will be announced. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be. It's my I safe want, fantasy critic answer. <laughs> I would rather Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, especially if Breath of the Wild 2 gets pushed. I would rather True. that get released. But hey, I don't make the rules. Damn it. You do not. Neither do we. <laughs> we are not Nintendo. <laughs> we are not Nintendo. I'm sorry. Um, we're also thinking about some possible events, not just games, but events that uh, could propel us forward throughout the year. Uh, usually there's some kind of Pokemon Direct in the first few months of the year. Um usually before a Splatoon game, we get a sold Splatoon Direct and a test fire where you can demo the game before it releases. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wonder Mm -hmm. if we'll get something like that again. Um, In news that I think surprises nobody, E3 will be (laughs) digital only again this year. Um, Of course, they're saying due to ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19. It remains to be seen, I think, if it's ever going to be in person again. Uh, We do have a question about that, but, but I'll come right back to that. Um, right after that was announced, Jeff Keighley, our favorite guy, reminded everyone that his Summer Game Fest will also be returning this summer. So we have some events to uh, of course to, to push us through the air. I'm sure we'll get our yeah. Indie Direct somewhere in there. I'm sure uh, um, you know that this will an- start to answer some of our questions about when all of these games should be coming out. Yeah. Do you think I we suspect- see something in January? I suspect... Oh, I think with uh, Z- Pokemon Arceus coming out, they'll let January go. I would say okay. earliest would be February. Mm, and I think the next yeah. thing we probably hear is about Splatoon 3. That's my guess. Or an indie direct. Nothing like, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Those would be the big things okay. I would expect. And by the way, like to, related to the C3 news, there was some folks who had said this has quietly been in the works to kill the, the live event for like months. So they're saying ongoing COVID yeah. concerns, but the reality of the situation is a lot of publishers are realizing they don't have to pay the ESA anymore. They could just put on digital events themselves right. and save all that cash. So this might be the quiet death of like the physical E3. We'll see. You know, That would be interesting. Yeah. And I hope they propel something forward with E3 digital only. Like make that a platform and sure. own it because... They need money. Yeah, ESA, ESA needs, needs money in money. order to but publishers and, and go sm- to small devs don't want to pay. Yeah, so, you know. I know. But you got to go to Washington D.C. and control all the politics over there because if ESA doesn't do it, then someone else will, and that's Correct. gonna yeah, that's bad. So not, that's gonna suck if yeah. you look at China. Yeah, just just letting you know. So, um, 
I don't know about like directs this month, as as Elaine said. I think Pokemon Arceus is probably should be front and center. It's a Pokemon game. They're treating it as a mainline Pokemon game, yep. and it's made by Game Freak, so we know we're gonna put it to a high standard. I think kids. Uh, now I'm looking at it like seeing my little brother. I think kids are gonna enjoy yeah, it no matter what. Absolutely. So always, you're they're gonna just see the Pokemon. They're gonna be enthralled by it, and then just go and catch whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just you know, I'm I'm cautious about this game. I'm definitely not gonna pick a day one. We'll see how reviews go. Um, but yeah, I I don't see much going on this month with uh nintendo yeah i definitely think their marketing is really pushing towards that right now and then we'll we'll once that's released give it a week or two to breathe then we'll see maybe a a direct where i think the first game out of all of these that uh that we're looking at here that gets released is kirby i think that's gonna come in like march maybe april april i could see that um I could see them giving some stuff about Splatoon and then being like, okay, then there's going to be a Splatoon Direct followed by a test fire, and then mm-hmm. that will yeah. bring us into everything else. Hopefully some more dates there. Um, regarding E3 being digital, uh, Lucas M. Thomas, uh, the editor-in-chief of Nintendo Force, wrote into us, E3's not hosting an in-person event for the third year in a row. Do you think the Expo will ever return to its former form? He also wanted to know if we had any good E3 attendee stories from back when it was still in person. Um, I don't think any of us have been to E3 in person. I never got to go. I never got to go. Um, and I no, don't, to answer the question, I don't think so. I think we're going to be in this... I think that it behooves them to do a digital event that they own and organize yeah. instead of letting mm-hmm. it go to the wilds and like not having a plan. So I hope to see the ESA pull something together, reduce the fees to publishers, but also reduce their overhead and not having to rent the Expo Center and find some middle ground mm-hmm. that makes for an event that's still exciting and allows them to pay their bills. Because I know they got it. You know, they got to pay. Yeah. They got to deal with lobbying. They got to deal with politics. So. That's kind of what I foresee, and I hope that they can get their head around it and figure out a solution. That's what I say. I do, too. Mm-hmm. I hope that they can because the the online experience for it last year felt like a huge letdown. They, they promised, like, this big app, and it was going to be so Absolutely. exciting. And I do feel like there's a lot that you miss with it not being in person as far as the marketing goes. Like, you know, there's there's no demos. There's no show floor. There's that tangible aspect of it that, that you're missing. Um, and you're right that all of these um, publishers can just put out their own digital, you know, materials here. Um so I feel like they're still trying to get it right, but I am hopeful that it can continue on digitally if they play their cards right and figure out a good format and make it, I think, that yeah. that these publishers want to buy into it. I agree. I'd love to see that. The, the thing is, everyone is gravitating towards around these dates because we know we like to see something from these conferences and from like game showcases. So it's going to be a very crowded time. Um, I would be actually pretty upset if publishers decided to just what they did like the past year and I guess past two years or whatever. They just sparkle in, you know, a few games here and there. Oh, there's something going on on a Saturday. It's like an indie kind of game stream. I'm like, guys, I don't have time to just go through all of this stuff. You got to consolidate. You got to put in a few days like E3 and just give it to us and i think e3 can still do that in a digital format it's very like they're capable of doing that they just got to do it in a very cohesive way and as donnie said i would pay money 
in order to get a premium online experience versus like a free experience of just catching the conferences or whatever, I would like to demo some games. I would like to do some sort of pass type of deal. The app last Um, year was, I wish I didn't do it for free, let alone paid. Like it was actively bad. Like I I think I might have reached the point, Garrett, where I'm swinging the opposite way, where I would rather read the blog breakdown Mm. bullet points after the fact because the pomp and circumstance is getting exhausting and, like, the discourse it generates. But that's probably just me being Mm -hmm. stressed and exhausted. Well, if if it's contained to those couple of days, like Garrett said, then it feels like a celebration. It feels like Christmas. But when it's all strung out like that, that's when it feels exhausting. I agree. That's true. And the the online bickering and discourse stretches on forever, right? And you Mm -hmm. can never escape it. And that's when I'm just like, oh, God, children, please fight nicely. You know, so. <laughs> Any- I just, you know, give like a few days of work off and like yes. give us like all the gaming news right then and there. And we would totally have a PSVG kind of E3 coverage with that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they totally like, separate and like pull it out like three or four months like they did. I, I don't know. Like, I can't catch up. I can't keep up with stuff. Yeah. Because I got to go back to playing games and then, you know, doing life instead. Yep. So, Same. any other thoughts on looking forward yes. to 2022? Whether video it's games, games events. That's a strong um, video game, like, release in, like, the beginning of the year. So, I mean, like, just get ready. Other than the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Switch games coming out. Uh, get ready because yep. like February is like crazy. I feel like 2022 of, is like, going to be what games. we thought 21 was going to be in terms of these game schedule. Yeah, probably. I think or I think also we're going to see some of those back half of the year games get pushed. Like that's just the reality we're living with. I think we're still going to be feeling this COVID like bump and shift. Yeah, just the way it is. It is. I think even if a, even if a handful of these come out, I, I still think it will be a good year. Very excited. There was a six-minute Pokemon Legends Arceus overview trailer that was posted yesterday, but right now it's only in Japanese. Um, Mm -hmm. I was hoping that we would get the English version this morning. We did not. So um, I'm going to talk about what appears to be happening in the video and the details that we might learn from it, (laughs) um, (laughs) unless any Japanese speakers want to chime in to chat right now. Um, But it it does look like they showed us not like anything huge new, but more kind of in-depth of what we already knew. Um, So if you're trying to avoid Pokemon spoilers, maybe tune out for the next two or three minutes. Uh, They showed us some more gameplay of Pokemon out in the overworld. Um, They show that you need to be sneaky when approaching them because they can do two things. They can attack you, which turns into a battle if you don't dodge out of the way or they could even flee before your eyes so you could have your eyes on a pokemon start approaching it it could get scared and just run or fly off um there seems to be a lot of diversity in the hisui region the uh, trailer showed us lakes beaches swamps snowy mountains meadows caves so it looks like there's going to be um kind of a huge range of what types of um like types of land and and climates that we're going to see here Mm -hmm. biomes Yeah, biomes is is the word I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) They showed a populated town. It kind of reminded me a lot of Hitano Village in Breath of the Wild um, in terms of, you know, the people walking around in it, the the style of buildings. Uh, There was one big modern style building in the back um, that I think is going to be the headquarters for that team that they talked about uh, a couple trailers ago. Uh, there seem to be a lot of shops and merchants for you to buy materials before you go out on these expeditions. 
Uh, within that populated town, they showed us a deeper look at the character customization, and it looks pretty good. You know, you can change not only your clothes, but your hairstyle, your hair color, a lot of different things about your character. There seems to be a good emphasis on the noble Pokemon. These resemble the boss-like battles where they have a, a much larger health bar and it takes a lot for you to take them down before you can attempt to capture them. Um, the graphics still look embarrassingly basic, um, but I will admit that the world does look more filled than we thought. I don't think this is going to be quite so empty. I think it's going to be a lot like the wild area in Sword and Shield, but with more in it and more to do. Um, there's still nothing at all about Arceus itself or how this, this that Pokemon in particular ties into the story. I don't know if they're just leaving that as a big surprise, which I, I hope they do. I hope that, you know, they're, that they're leaving something for us to discover because I'm a big, um, you know, I'm a big critic of them revealing too much information about Pokemon games before yep. it's released. So I'm hoping that this is left as a surprise and that it's a good surprise and it's not like, oh, just something that they tacked on that is not really even relevant mm -hmm. at all. So we'll see. I don't know. You can take that as you will. Um, again, it releases January 28th. There's currently a Tetris 99 contest going on in, in that game right now to celebrate cool. Legends Not Arceus. Yet. That's the 20th. The Tetris okay. 99 event is on the 20th. So it's the weekend the before the game releases. So it'll be like, it's the same. It's another Maximus Cup. So it'll be like a Friday to a Sunday or a Thursday okay. night late to a Sunday. And that's, so that's the weekend before. Yep, I'm excited because it's Tetris. Oh. You're more excited about that than, oh, than Legends Arceus. <laughs> absolutely. Because the Pokemon theme that's in the Tetris 99 game right now is super annoying. So I would rather have one that's like way, way better. Mm. So I still, cool. I feel like I'm waiting to feel a certain way about this, but I, I still f in, am in the camp where I feel like it's either going to surpass our expectation, expectations or it's going to be a massive dumpster fire of a game. I just want, I, this mm -hmm. is one of those ones where I don't know either, and I want to see it on day one because of that. So, like, the, my interest is that I don't know where this is going to go, and it's different from everything they've done with the franchise so much so far that I'm like, well, I have to see this for myself. No, Because mm -hmm. everybody's going to have an impression, and everybody's going to have an opinion, and I just want to boot it up and be like, all right, well, what do I think of it before I read all I the Yeah, I feel stuff, like realistically, you know? it's going to be something that's, like, so cool for the first two hours. Yeah, <laughs> and possible. Then possible. The, the gameplay mm -hmm. loop gets old. What do you think, Garrett? Uh, I mean, when you read out all of this text, I'm still like, what do you do in this game, though? Like, you catch Pokemon. Okay, it's lively. I guess so. I guess you go up to Pokemon and catch it. It's like, okay, sure. I can do that in the regular Pokemon games. I'm just, I don't know. Like, I don't know about the gameplay. Yeah, loop. that's I, the problem. I don't know how revolutionary is going to be. I, and as you said, if it's more, it's just a more lively, wild Pokemon sword and shield. It's like, well, then I'm, I'm not really excited for it yeah. then. Um, I know. I, I feel I, that. I don't want to be, I don't want to be super down on it. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to, you know, for for myself, not put expectations too high. Because yep, when you imagine and describing a new Pokemon game, we have that dream expectation in our heads. We got this amazing open world that can be super detailed. It's like, it's probably not going to be that. And that's okay. It's going to be a new Pokemon game, though. Yeah. It's going to be a new approach. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, they... This is still Game Freak, you know? Like, they've done good things with video games. Like, I have some faith in that. Um, it's been a I mean, while since the they've done good things. <laughs> That's true. I have. Here's the thing about Pokemon games. When you really distill them down right now, they're all the same. Yeah. They're yeah. all the same. And 
I know. I mean, we just discussed how we're kind of tired, but we keep convincing ourselves to do it. So yeah. maybe this will be different enough where we'll be like, okay, putting this uh, th- this world into a different mechanic might be beneficial. Yeah. It, well, it works well, for I'm, a lot yeah. of people for Zelda. You know, yeah. let's see. So What I'm kind of thinking is, and I, I know we've said this before, but my hope is still that this is going to be a stepping stone to the series in that, like, these are all really yeah. cool things. Like, I do think it's really cool that you can sneak up on these Pokemon and there's multiple ways to approach it and you can try to catch them yeah. if you want. They might flee before your eyes. You could battle them if that's what you so choose to do. They might attack you. You might have to dodge out of the way. These are all cool things that I think if we can put them into a Pokemon game where we're, you know, battling gym leaders and we're going throughout the league and, and you know, we're we're kind of taking these mechanics and building on it <laughs> instead of just having that be like, okay, yeah. well, that's yeah. a mechanic. It's not a game. Right. Am I making right. sense, though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just thinking of, um, instead of gameplay loop, I'm thinking of more story, more world-driven type of stuff because I think the world of Pokemon is interesting. Yes. And it has its charm, um, but it's just not reflective in the recent game yeah. in Sword and Shield. I think sure. the story wasn't like everyone is saying, not me because I haven't played it much. It's not that good. It's shallow. Um, you just go through the motions. I Again, my brother played this on Christmas Day. I came, I came back to him like later on. He's like, hey, what did you think about Sword and Shield? It's like, I beat it in, I don't know, like that day like six or seven hours yeah. i'm like all right oh wow. okay that's crazy um but yeah i just want to see more reflection on that type of thing and is, i do feel like they story. they have an interesting concept here instead of making a brand new world they're looking at ancient Sinnoh. they're looking at how the region yeah. has changed yeah. over time we're seeing criminal technology they don't even have real pokeballs yet they don't have a pc system for storing pokemon yet and i love this idea Mm-hmm. But you're right. What's what are they doing with the idea is what we still have unanswered. And mm-hmm. I feel like that is going to be the difference between making this. Wow, this is really awesome and cool and a great step forward for Pokemon versus how did you manage to screw up such a good idea? I, yeah, it remains yeah. to be seen. I'm excited. I want to, we'll know in a couple weeks and I really want to play it for myself because it's so yeah. divergent from what po- hopefully it's divergent from what Pokemon has been for mm-hmm. so long like we're looking at diamond and pearl and we're like yeah it's the same game it was 15 years ago even though you kind of remade it sword and shield not that different either you know like yeah. they've added quality of life stuff to pokemon but the actual loop of pokemon has been the same since the beginning of time right so right. i'll take any divergence from that to get some fresh air into the series yeah so, let's see we will see we shall Over- i'll okay. probably pick Cyndaquil. Oh, yeah, yeah, you will. I want to pick Rowlet, but I saw the leak for the new typing for Decidueye, and I'm not a fan of it. There's a new typing for it? Why? There's a new typing for the the three starters. Don't worry. Typhlosions don't spoil this for me. I'm not going to say what they are. You can look them up, but I will say Typhlosions is a good one. Okay. Okay, Decidueye is is good by itself. You don't need to. No, no, they screwed up my boy Decidueye. He's he. I love that. Starter, yeah. Well, he's not good anymore. <laughs> he's my favorite. Oh, great. Okay. 
Oh boy. Over in the rumor mill, we've got some talk about Mario Kart 9, uh, which I don't like that they're calling it Mario Kart 9. It's really the 10th Mario Kart. Nobody likes to admit it, but it is. Um, they're saying that it's <laughs> the next Mario Kart is in active development and comes with a new twist. Uh, I don't think this is too surprising, um, but it's good to hear talks of it. This is right. according to analyst uh, Sirkin Toto. He's an industry analyst who uh, came out and, and said that there is this new information about it. Um, I don't think it's too surprising because I feel like a new Mario Kart game probably has been in development since 8 Deluxe came out. Uh, I don't think yeah. it's a surprise that there's a new twist. I think that there's always a new twist in Mario Kart. They always give us some kind of new mechanic. I hope that it means like a new story mode or, you know, a Nintendo multiverse yeah. type game uh, with new characters. But I, I hope I hope we hear about it soon. <laughs> I, I could see yeah. this being an E3 thing for them. E3 time thing for them. That, could be. that would be and a like, big announcement. They made they sold so many copies of Mario Kart Eight and then Deluxe that it's like I cannot imagine a world in which they would not make another Mario Kart soon. Exactly. So obviously, yeah. you know, great. I think they're Mario waiting for this game, the Eight Deluxe, to start slowing down in sales, which it ha! probably never will. <laughs> no, because so I wouldn't be surprised point. if they're sitting on this for a long time. Yeah, or the development might have gotten slightly slowed down, or whatever new twist this focusing is. on like some other at. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. We're gonna do quadruple dash instead of double oh. dash. You have four characters in one wow. car. Uh, someone in the chat said bring back double dash and going. I like double dash like a lot more than most people did. It was one, oh, it's okay. one of my okay. favorite Mario Karts. I loved it. I loved being able to hold two items and switching between the two characters mm -hmm. and like it was the best. Okay? I love that game. Give me that on the virtual Sounds good. console or whatever. The question is, is Mario Kart 9 releasing before Breath of the Wild 2? No. Uh, don't see that now that you've said that i don't know possible. oh so now we know what garrett's taking on fantasy critic <laughs> oh, oh no, no. Oh, no. Uh, toto also predicts in 2022 that we'll see an established ip arriving on smart devices again um again i think that that's a pretty safe bet i hope it's nintendogs <laughs> i love nintendogs i'm with you but it's that gonna be, be more mario kart ps like it's it's gonna be, and the, the other one. I hope good. not. It wasn't good. No, he's saying he's saying like a a new IP, like something that's that's oh. a like like an existing IP, IP that's getting like a new like a mobile game. Maybe they'll do better with Pikmin. Just fix that. That has a mobile Don't game. That has that has the Pikmin Loom. The but neon it doesn't count one. It's bad. Yeah. I know. It's boring. It is. Oh, I don't it know. It is bad, but it counts. It's bad. Uh, it's I Nintendogs would be rad. It would I be. I love Nintendo. Nintendogs would be the number one pick. Same. I want Nintendogs sure. and cats. They mm. had that. And mm -hmm. cats, yeah. Yeah. Have them together. Yep. A little bit of random news uh, to close off our news segment. The song Megalovania from Undertale was played for the Pope this week. So this has a little bit of okay. <laughs> background context needed for it. <laughs> and it goes way back to 2016. YouTuber MatPat was invited to represent YouTube in an interview with Pope Francis during a conference about bringing the world together through the internet. I didn't know that this happened in 2016. But apparently mm -hmm. MatPat was told to bring a gift representing his country, the United States. And for some reason, he chose a steam code for Undertale to give to Pope Francis. 
Apparently, it represented That's not the worst hope. <laughs> it represented peace because it is a game to represent hope and peace and determination. So that was years ago. Then this week on January 5th, Pope Francis held his weekly general audience. Though this time, a circus troupe performed a musical medley for him, which included yeah. Megalovania. Apparently, the Pope loved it. Uh, we don't know whether he played Matt Pat's copy of Undertale or not. Uh, maybe he did. Who knows? But he heard Undertale, uh, the song Megalovania. So I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> Imagine being Toby Fox and hearing yeah, that. That's wild. Right now. <laughs> like, that's blowing my fool mind. That's cool, though. That's very 2020. Yeah, that's, that's very 2022. Real, that's some real dark timeline <laughs> stuff right there. <laughs> It is. It just is. I'm thinking of this, and I'm like, where? How do we get? Uh, here? You don't, don't ask questions. Like, <laughs> don't ask that question out loud because a wormhole is going to open up and eat us all. Don't. A religious figure that's been there for centuries. <laughs> well, this pope hasn't. He's not now. a vampire. Calm down. Let's just be clear. This is a newish pope. The man has not. I'm, he's I'm not sorry. Mobius. Okay? But the position itself <laughs> is like. <laughs> like so like historically probably one of the most important figures of all time like like you know the pope like the pope of anything like big pope. <laughs> yeah stop it Elaine. sorry i can't i can't I used to be catholic i can't let it go you're right it's wild Jared, that a, a like dignified religious position is sitting there like rocking out to megalovania what so I like to this? I like to imagine that know. he got a Steam account, he downloaded the Steam code, <laughs> that he played through the game, loved it, felt compelled enough to play the genocide route of Undertale because that's Murdered where you everything. hear the game, where you hear the song Megalovania. You yeah. don't hear that in a normal playthrough of the game. It's true. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that's, uh, his that's Steam name a bad is probably. <laughs> I hope his Steam name is like Big White Hat or or Pope Mobile. <laughs> I just I need it to be. I need Pope, this. Uh, something Big stupid. white hat would be really something. good. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, you have it. We we live in a universe where the Pope is not only aware of the existence of Undertale. He's a gamer. But, where he's a gamer. There you go. We'll just leave it at that. He's a gamer. I like I like my timeline better where he's a vampire. And Pope. Well, maybe we should get him to play Castlevania gamer. next. We'll get a Castlevania medley. He'll be like, oh, God, they're coming for me. <laughs> All right, that concludes our news segment. We have some chat questions directly from you. And none of these questions are about the Pope or Undertale, but we have some good questions nonetheless. Uh, Starting with a question from Kyle the Pug. He's thinking about the Switch OLED model. He says, four games to choose from to create your very own OLED Switch model design for 2022. So I'm guessing like a special edition out of one of these four games. You can only pick one. Do you choose between Splatoon 3, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, or Kirby and the Forgotten Land? So it's not which is your favorite game, but which would you like to see a special edition Switch OLED model? Splatoon 3. Because they do the best vibrant colors. Like, I think they do. Like, those Splatoon um, Joy-Con that came out were dope. The watermelon colored ones, essentially. They were amazing. Yeah, I think Splatoon would, would make a really cool, like, backplate with the squids. It would be great. I say that. I would probably say Splatoon 3 as well, though I might also lean towards a Kirby and the Forgotten Land uh, special edition because I'm imagining a really nice, like, pearl pink kind of design, kind of like the pearl pink 3DS with uh, the pearl pink Joy-Cons and maybe um, the dock is designed in in a similar color. I really like those soft pinks. I I like the Switch. I have the pink, uh, vibrant pink Joy-Con, and I like that, but I also really like the the softer kind of pink style, which is, like, Kirby colored. Good choice. 
Good choice. I want like the Splatoon splat yeah. on the dock. Oh yeah. And with the Joy-Con camera or Joy-Cons itself. So when you lock it, it actually sinks Ooh. with like a like a yeah. huge black <gasps> color. I like that. I like that. I'll be super down with that. Donnie wrote in and asked a question. He says, I'm excited about the Donkey Kong rumors that continue to swirl around Twitter and forums. Do you think we'll play a new Donkey Kong game this year? And if so, what do you want to see from the next installment? I think if mm. Nintendo mm. hasn't talked about it yet, it's probably not happening mm. this year, is my general stance on it. But Really? Yeah. You don't think so? I don't think they're going to shadow dump Donkey Kong. It's too big, big of a franchise. No, they can. They can. I just they, don't they've think done they it. will. They have not. I think they will. Tropical Freeze was I think like they will. well advertised in advance. I don't. Mm. Well, yeah, Tropical Freeze on the Wii U. Yes, they were. It was advertised pretty well. And so was the I just that they put out. Switchport. I I just think I know Donkey Kong IP. They can easily drop one in like upcoming three or four. Here's months the thing. And they just don't do that good. with their big franchises, though. They never. They like tr- churn up the marketing machine every time, right? Like. That's the Nintendo way. Here's the thing. You know? Who's developing it if Retro is over working on Metroid Prime 4? So that's the point. And if that's... I mean, they could have enough people by now to split two teams off. That's completely doable for them. Right? I love Tropical Freeze a lot. I, I want to see more of, of that. Kind. I love that it's hard. I love that they're like classic Donkey Kong difficult platforming. I just want more of that. I don't need something fancy, you know? So if it's an iteration, I'd be pumped. Super simple. Hmm. I find it hard to believe that Retro is working on it just because of Metroid Prime 4 development and what kind of craziness that is right now. I, I, It could be possible. I just find it hard to believe. But you're right, Rebecca. It's very hard. To, who is developing this Donkey Kong game? Because I doubt it's going to go back to a Nintendo like first party studio of any kind because they, they're on a cycle. Yeah. They're, they're busy with their major, major IP. Um but Donkey Kong can be very service to other studios. Very well. I almost wonder so if Retro was, was working on it, then got the call, hey, come yeah. on and yep. walk over, and then either they paused it or handed off the progress to somebody. And I don't know Someone who that else. somebody could yeah. be, to be honest. I don't either, and I don't know what the staffing situation at Retro is like. Did they pull, because they're getting money to do Metroid again now, do they pull more people in to to split and do both which could. could potentially delay mm-hmm. like the next mario game type of thing like would they really say hey team who's working on odyssey stop doing that or take some no. of your resources and and you know send no. some of your people no, to finish this game yeah. like i don't know that they would do that mario's bigger i suspect if metroid prime 4's development hadn't been a complete crap show we would have heard about a donkey kong game by donkey kong game by now so it's entirely possible they put a project on hold Mm-hmm. To, to go and fix something and then come back and if that's the case then yeah it'll be a little bit you know before yeah. this, this gets finished i like i said i love donkey kong would love more be great mm-hmm. so i just hope it's a 2d donkey kong game again yep. and there are some definitely some studios that can do that they're outsourcing wise so i don't know donnie i i hope a game donkey kong game's coming out i can totally see them announcing it three or four months before like paper mario um, and just dropping a, a smaller Donkey Kong game. That would be cool. That would be really, really cool. It would cool. be cool. Brolin wants to know, what game uh, is, what game that's coming out this year are you willing to pre-order without reading any reviews or hearing anything about it because you are just that excited to play it? It's Elden Ring for me. 
Ooh. Oh, it's Elden Ring. El- Elden you. Ring, I'm willing to buy sight unseen, and I don't want to know anything more about because I want that like experience of not knowing what's going on and it being like a new exciting thing. Elden Ring is the one I pre-ordered the collector's edition when it dropped, and I said I don't want to hear anything else about it. Let's go. That's it. That's the one for me. Cool. Mario plus rabbits, sparks of hope. That is definitely mine. I don't care if everything everyone else is giving a fives and sixes. I'm gonna play through that game and enjoy it. Breath of the Wild two if it releases, obviously, and Splatoon three. I don't care. I'm playing yeah, that game and I'm gonna love too. every second of it. Uh, Splatoon three. That, is that's a good, a good follow on. Yeah. If I had to pick a Nintendo only answer to this question, it would be Splatoon three. Yeah. I don't care. Just give it to me. I don't even give care it. what you fix or don't. Just yeah. Give it. <laughs> Uh, Pete the Smiling Stegosaurus says, what should be the next genre to get a Nintendo character multiverse-style game, like Smash Bros. or Mario Kart? So hmm. the next genre. The next So we've genre. done fighting and racing, so yeah. what else is there? I don't even... Battle Royale. I... Nintendo vs. Battle like Royale a... with they the... Did like that. a first-person did... shooter or a third-person shooter? Battle Royale? I, was, I would think third-person, third person. like... Mario plus rabbits kind of cartoon style with the toy guns and everything. I'm thinking of plants versus zombies yeah. type of cartoon that style cool. going on. That would be cool. I could yeah. see that or even like put some of that stuff in Splatoon 3 and do some sort of crossover content there. Yeah. You could do that. That would be very doable. You already have the, the mechanics for that and it's kid friendly version of it. So you could totally do what essentially becomes Mario universe paintball at that point. I really that like that idea. Yes. That sounds really fun. <laughs> I would really. I'd be super that. into it. I almost feel like that that could be. You could even turn some like uh, like RPG type elements into that as well. If if yeah. you didn't want it to be like an action type game, what if there's like a big multiverse like Nintendo RPG? Ooh, I that could that. do too. I would be down. That with would that. be fun too. Uh, that kind of is what Mario RPG felt like because it was I like was Mario gonna say I was kind of thinking about yeah. that when yeah. you said, yeah, teaming up. Yeah. But a paintball at, like like game would be really cool because you can bring in all the characters and it would be like an evolution on Smash or Mario Kart and they could just be having fun. And that's mm-hmm. a cool way to do that. That would be fun. I want that now. <laughs> Kevin wants to know the Nintendo 64 classic GoldenEye 007 is likely coming to Xbox. We saw the leaked achievements uh, a little while ago. Uh, he says in t- uh, 2007, Nintendo canceled the remaster f- uh, that was for Xbox 360 and the original game for the Wii's Virtual Console. He says times have changed. What are your thoughts that GoldenEye 007 could come to the Switch as well? I think the chances are very likely because the rare, like the licensing, if they're going to do it with rare, rare stuff has come to Switch. I can see that happening pretty mm. effortlessly. I would see, I would see it not being on PlayStation. I would see it being a mm-hmm. Microsoft Switch oh, crossover so. joint. I think that's how it's going to work, and that's the way it seems to be rumored to be happening. Do you so. remember there were rumors, like, I, I want to say two, like a year and a half, two years ago at this point, maybe it was just last year, I don't know, what is time, who knows, where uh, there were rumors about a big collaboration between Nintendo and Xbox. I almost wonder if this whole Rare deal is that. Where... That was last year, and I could see this. Year? Oh my god. I think so, I don't know what... Well, no, it would be 2020, late 20, whatever. Yeah, I Rebecca, know. I don't know what day it is. I don't know. I, I had forgotten about that until you mentioned it. Everybody thought it would be Game Pass coming to Switch, but this yeah. would be a big enough deal that I could see that this being one of those, like, you know, we, we got all the licensing together to make this happen between these two platforms mm-hmm. things. 
I feel like the only way it happens is getting GoldenEye on the uh, the, the Switch N64 virtual console type thing. Because we already know that... Um, oh, yeah. Is it Diddy Kong Racing is already the one that's confirmed? Yeah, it has been. I don't know. I would think if this is a port or any type of remaster and it's getting fresh achievements on Xbox, that which is what's happened, which is what's popped up, that it would be an actual individual standalone release mm. on Switch. That's the way I see this happening. Now, was the the leak, it was actually from the Xbox true, rumored version, True correct? achievements posted a yeah. link of achievements for the Xbox version. That's what leaked. Like a, a fresh list right. of achievements for the Xbox version of this game. And then the discussions. But 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 it's from the Xbox SKU that was rumored years ago to come out. I don't remember if that's That's what I heard. I don't too. know if that's true or not. They just posted a list of achievements. So mm-hmm. the idea is could be that version, could be something cleaned up more since technology mm-hmm. is now different, you know. Um, but Nintendo, it's like weird because it's a rare rare joint, and then you also have to license it with the bond people. But then I believe that Nintendo owns the part of the licensing to 007, the game itself. Yeah. So it's they would There's have like to sign off. It's so many ownerships involved. Yeah. And if Nintendo has to sign off That's on you crazy. publishing this to Xbox, there's no reason they don't just say put it on Switch. This makes no sense. And so I see that. Yeah, happen. yeah, I could see a new remastered SKU for like I don't know twenty bucks. Twenty. It'll be twenty bucks. bucks. Twenty to yeah. thirty bucks, and it will hit Switch eShop, and then it will hit you know Xbox, and then you'll get your limited run version. That comes with a cartridge that's a like just like Doom 64. You yeah. know what I mean? That's wow, what's that's happen. like yeah. oddly cool. specific, and I feel like that's how it plays out. <laughs> that's how it plays out if this song goes down. They're gonna hit the nostalgia for this game. It's huge. Because let me tell yeah. you, it didn't age that well. Well, I said this on it's... PSVG. I was like, this will be fun, and we all said it. It'll be fun for a weekend. Yeah. We'll all get pissed off on yeah. online at it, and we'll be done. But now, I never played it. Wasn't the fun playing it locally, split screen with people, and like not like telling Don't each other not screen. to screen cheat. Don't look at my screen. Don't look at my screen. Don't look at my Don't screen. screen. Shoving your friends, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I uh, want to try it because I've never tried it. You should play the campaign. I still think the campaign is fun. You know, I still think it is to this day. Yeah, Donnie's saying Quake and Turok. They all got the There's same treatment. plenty of other games. It was boom and boom, yeah. and then they hit limited run with, like, a cartridge version. It was, you know, I think this is happening. I'm excited. It makes sense. Something will happen, and we will see what that will be. Braindroid wants to know, what are your thoughts about the end of Nintendo Minute? That was never a minute. So over, for those who don't know, Next. over the... <laughs> don't. Don't <laughs> let me finish. I've never paid attention to this. I didn't even know that Damn, was a thing until it ended. Really? Okay, like, so for those who don't whoop. know, the Nintendo Minute, Kit uh, and Krista, the segment that they do every week ended uh, over the past, like a in December, I think. Uh, they had their yeah, last Nintendo yeah. Minute. I thought it was kind of cute. I thought, you know, sometimes I stopped watching it. <laughs> I watched it like yeah. in the first couple of months of the Switch's lifespan. Um, mm-hmm. I would watch it directly on the Switch itself because they, they would post it up on, on the news channel there and I didn't have a lot to okay, play cool. back then. So I did stuff like that on the Switch. Um, I haven't watched it recently, but I really do like Kit and Krista, uh, you know, as personalities. So I think it's sad that they're ending. They seem to have good chemistry together. I think that uh, what they did was fun and it was kind of cute marketing. Um, I guess maybe it wasn't. Yeah, it was cute Maybe they yeah, decided sure. it wasn't effective marketing or maybe one of them is moving on to something else now. I don't know. I can't say I'll miss it. Yeah, I think a lot of us. <laughs> 
fill the void of this Nintendo. Like we're doing the marketing for them, so they don't really need this. And I, I think Nintendo just figured that out. Um, I, I knew who the the face is. I just never knew it was called Nintendo yeah. Minute. And I never knew it was like a regular segment. I know they did these cute videos or whatever, and they, they it seemed pretty entertaining here and there. And I'm sad that uh, you know that's going away because I, I thought it was pretty okay yeah. as well. Yeah. And they do other social marketing type things at uh, Nintendo. So right. I'm, I'm hoping that they stay there. I know Krista is one of their, their head uh, social media marketers. So hopefully, hopefully good things oh, come cool. for them. J-Man says, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? And why is it 22 in honor of the new year 2022 i have no answer to this because i haven't listened my to enough taylor swift. favorite song is not 22 by taylor swift although that is what a is good it? one g man um i don't know it's so hard to pick a favorite taylor swift song and i don't want this to turn into a taylor swift podcast because it easily could um but in the spirit of numbered titles i'm gonna say seven nice i have no contact garrett what's your favorite no the the ones like the You Belong With Me song. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> That's what it's called, the You Belong With Me. Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is? Oh, wow. I, totally I mean, she's that. consistent um... in her song title, which is good. It's good. I mean, I just remember hearing that back in high school on repeat in like in between yeah. classes. It's one of her older ones. And it's like, I know. I know the exact lyrics of that one. She can't come to the phone right now. I was just everyone just jamming it into my head. Um, but yeah. Taylor Swift is cool. Yeah, I like Taylor Swift. I, I think don't... her music's fine. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. I just don't have Good. enough background to pick a song. So. Good. You guys can stay on the podcast yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Get Good Dad wants to know, now that Nintendo has partnered with Illumination to create a Mario animated film, totally forgot about this. This is also something that's coming out in 2022. Uh, who would you like to see partnered with Nintendo to make a Zelda film? I, my answer, I want the Zelda one to be, like, darker and more serious. So the folks who did, and I don't remember the okay. studio, so the folks who did the Street Fighter Two animated movie would be rad for this. And that movie is old now, but it still holds up and it's still good. And I would want a darker, more serious business Zelda. I wouldn't want, like, cartoony Zelda, personally. But that's me. Michael Bay. No, just kidding. Um, Zack sure. <laughs> Transformers, a Zelda story. Whatever, that's fine. I don't want a Zelda film, so I'm not going to answer this. Fair. Fair. I agree with Elaine. It would have to be very different and like like the Zelda we know today. It's it's right. going to be very unrecognizable. That's the only way it could be even watchable. It would have to be Twilight point. Princess um, Dark for me to work. Like, it would like, like darker than that. Like, Maybe, like yeah. give me the Witcher vibes. Whoa, like, Game of Thrones. Like, Nintendo show Game of Thrones. Vibes. Game of never, Thrones. I know they, they never yeah. would for Zelda, but that's the only way no. that I want it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Adults yeah, that's the only way. Grown up. But it won't happen, so I don't want it. <laughs> Correct. Oh, jeez. And NTDO, Nintendo Splat, says, What do you all think should be added to Splatoon 3 to properly distinguish itself from the rest of the franchise? We talked a little briefly about this. I know a lot of people at first criticized Splatoon 2 for being kind of port-like, which I never really thought was the case. I thought there were a lot of, you know, new modes, new characters. Uh, like you said earlier, Elaine, you know, I think if they're not going to bring back Salmon Run specifically, I would like something like that, you know, some kind of horde mode or collective 
team type mode, um, some new ranked modes, better like connecting with each other online. Um, give me a yep. campaign. Give me a single player campaign that's more like the Octo expansion DLC Agreed. than the yeah. the base game campaign. Agree. That was really good content, and I hope yeah. that's indicative of what they're going towards yes. for Splatoon 3. So, and then, yeah, just make it easier to get in. All we really want are quality of life improvements. I'm happy with Splatoon as yeah. it stands. Give me some it's new okay maps. Yeah. <laughs> give me, and give me all your old maps. Give me those Splatoon yeah. 1 maps that we all love the hell out of. Give me those back, you know? Like, that would be great. Like, it would be cool to have a retro mode where you can go into it with the weapons mm-hmm. and settings and stuff for Splatoon 1 or 2. And it like locked in. That'd be really cool. I would really love that because Splatoon cool. One is way more fun to play actually online. Um, but yeah, I don't want I don't want for much here. Just make it easier to play with my kids. That's all I really want. Mm-hmm. XBS brought up a good point in chat. Splatoon would be the perfect match for an animated it would. movie. Give me like a zany Nickelodeon style type cool. show or, or movie or film or something for Splatoon. like game show style. That would be very cool. It would, would be very, that. very cute, and I feel like a better yeah. better done film than trying to wrangle all the Zelda nonsense. Uh, agree. Absolutely. <laughs> that does it for our questions. Guys, what do you think? Season premiere of Nintendo Shack. I think we have a, a very exciting year ahead of us. Woo! I'm looking That's forward to it. Definitely. Woo! <laughs> and immediately following this, me and Garrett Whoa. are staying up late to do some fantasy critic nonsense, so wish us luck for that. Um... We'll, we'll see how that goes. Good luck. We'll, we'll see how I'm that goes. <laughs> do other things that I have to, uh, grown up things that I have to get done. Boring. You guys are having way more fun than me. <laughs> and thank you everyone for bearing with us with, you know, the time changes and whatnot. Getting back on schedule for the new year was was a little bit of a challenge. But yeah. uh, we'll, we'll be back hopefully regularly scheduled our Thursday night next week. Um, and then we'll probably have to, we're going to have to talk when Scarab moves, when we'll do our recording. Because you're oh, going to be, be yeah. you're going to be in a different time zone than us. I'll be in a different time zone. We gotta discuss when I'm out too, because yeah. I've I'll be in the middle of moving yeah. and everything. So we'll, we'll get a situation. If we have to move we'll some around, we'll make it work. If we have to, you know, we'll we'll keep the show going on. It'll work. We got this. Being California time. Oh yeah, so it'll be interesting. So thank you everyone for for sticking with us with our craziness, and uh, we will see you next week. Good night, Kooplings. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.